0: You're listening to Irish Radio Canada home and abroad, and Dr Arthur Bloomfield is based in Ballyfin, County, Leash, right near, uh, not quite the centre of Ireland, but pretty close to the centre of Ireland, and I won't quite say the centre of the universe, although Ireland is the centre of the universe. And uh, he has launched Ireland Calling, a new book of poems, of special interest to Irish people residing in Canada. And the collection is written in ballad form and recalls stories, characters and events, some humorous, some sad, that will evoke in nostalgic memories of Ireland's past. Love for the subject and for the Irish characters, stories, and landscape is the inspiration that drives Dr. Arthur's work. Thanks a million for coming along for a chat and delighted to have you here. <clears throat> the first thing I want to drop at you is ballad form, writing poetry in ballad form. Explain.
1: Well, the ballad form rhymes, I suppose, and it's got rhythm. And I suppose uh, it's it's in the Irish tradition. It goes way, way back to the to the bards. And I suppose yeah, it's perfected actually. So there's a it's a musical ring to it, not that I'm but uh, it rhymes and it has rhythm. And it's 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 the type of poetry that the non literary people uh, prefer. They like the poems to rhyme. So um, I've been writing all kinds of poetry. I've been writing poetry for 40 years. And, you know, this book is called Ireland Calling. And I I just got, uh, you know, I don't know what what happened. I just got this, this thing. I suppose inspired by people like Percy French that I wanted to celebrate what was beautiful in the Irish people, the Irish landscape get away with politics, all that kind of stuff and see what was beautiful and, and celebrate it and th- the best way to celebrate it is in, in the language and in the rhythm that the people uh, appreciate and like and that's the ballot form and that's, that's where it ends. me.
0: When you talk about the language, one of the discussions I have regularly particularly with my um, in-laws <laughs> is that we Irish have a way of saying things, which isn't necessarily, I won't quite say grammatically correct, but it's just the way we we say it. And I often wonder, is some of that because our base language, or our native language is Irish, and there's a certain amount of, <coughs> that we're wired <coughs> to phrase things differently?
1: Yes. Well, you see, that's very interesting, because when when Irish people started speaking English in the 18th century, The the English language uh, had lost its vitality, and the Irish, Hiberno-English, as they call it, revitalized the language. Uh, The structure of the sentence, for instance, in in, in Gaelic, as you know, uh, the the adjective comes after the noun. So in, in, in English, then, it was very strict. The adjective came before the noun, and it kind of limited the noun. Whereas, whereas when the adjective comes after the noun, like, instead of saying, it's a lovely day, in Irish you say, I, I'm like, law alling. So, you're, you're, you're actually using two nouns. Yeah, and and the, 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 the original noun is not uh, hampered or restricted. Now, I'm not going to give you a lesson on grammar, because I'm not able to.
0: <laughs> right, but did that influence, or does that influence how you then write? particularly if you're writing in ballad style.
1: Oh, very much so. And, and you get that from, from from listening to the people and from listening to the various idioms around the country, you know. Uh, and it's so colourful and it brings great vitality to the language. <clears throat> and it's uh, very much, uh, uh, you know, I want to go back to the mid-19th century, the 50s and the 60s, when I was a young fellow growing up and living in the middle of farmers and all these fakes, as I called them, you know, were, were coming at me from all directions. And, of course, I didn't appreciate them then. It's only now that I appreciate them and I want to go back to them. And I want to... But it's, it's, not, it's not just that in my poetry. It's not just about the language. It's about the characters. Mm-hmm. And about... It's about their, their own particular genius... The, uh, the fancy Joe the publican which I have there and others um and and and, and how they relate to each other and and um, you know the stories of of, of of the myths of the fairy rats and um, i have uh, and, 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 and another poem I have is called the saddest story and it's, uh, it's it's a very sad story it's, it's about a little girl who died in Spanish flu. Uh, now, these stories of mine are invented, I must say, to come from my imagination, but they're built on various realities that influence them. But the thing about the Irish funeral and how how great the Irish funeral is and how everybody rallies around to give support, and that's particular to Ireland as well, and it's part of the Irish character. And uh, so there are things that in this book that I want to celebrate. I also want to, to celebrate... Uh, and and relate to uh, the diaspora, the the Irish people who are living abroad, abroad, maybe one or two generations back Irish, but who have this deep uh, affection for all things Irish. So I want to reach out to them in in my poetry.
0: So, Arthur, when you say it like that, is Ireland losing its colour in that case?
1: Well, this is is what I think, and, and I think this has got to be retrieved for the present generation I think there, when you hear young people now young young teenagers and, and, and early 20s, they speak in this Dublin Four uh, speak, you know
0: <laughs> well I was going to say well you know like you, like you know, like, you know and eventually there's a few words <laughs> strung
1: between you know, like yeah. And oh my God! <laughs> you know, my OMG! Um, wow! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it, it no, I I I I think really, you know, that those that time and it was a kind of a a, a, a period of transition that I'm uh, going back to when we were starting to lose that, and I want to I want to hold on to that. And I want to and, and and the Irish people abroad can relate to that because it's the it's the language their their parents spoke do
0: you so want to give us an then, example give us an example
1: boom yes, Or just okay uh but first of all, I want to say hello to Ethna Dunbar, my right. great friend in bra who okay. has done so much for me and uh um, publicized my my work in in Canada in Ontario with great results and have many readers there and I'm delighted and hello to everybody out there that has read and, my
0: book. And we'll be coming back when you you finish the reading and we'll tell the listener where they can get their hands on the book and how they can get in touch with you or anything else. So, uh, what okay. are we going, what are we going to hear?
1: It's a poem called He Dreams of Soda Bread. And uh, I suppose the poem speaks for itself. So let's go into it. When I think of where I came from, the heart's of wonder, it is said, the dusty road in summer, Flames pump, painted red, where we chat of games and heroes, late into summer nights, the living and the dead. I'd head right for Amy's, or drive to the Long Hall, or the place I'm most at home, the Irish coffee shop not for fancy pastries or smooth Vienna rolls but soda bread and butter melting all atop it's the call back to Ireland the smell of new mown hay making tea on Lura in the merry month of May the darkening winter evenings October morning fog the gunman rising pheasants on a short November day, it's my mother kneading dough on a breadboard, flat and clean. Flour bought in Mansworth, buttermilk from the cow, bread, soda, salt, and sugar to finish our cuisine. Shaped round with floury hands, some upon her brow, no mortal could resist: farmer, pope, or queen. So that's my little poem about that.
0: Um, oh, beautiful, beautiful, and the name of the book is Ireland Calling. And if somebody does want to get their hands on the book, Arthur, where can they find it?
1: Well, they can they can uh, get it directly from me, and they uh, go to PayPal, and uh, if they uh, go PayPal Broomfield dot Arthur at Gmail dot com, and the cost of the book. Uh, for um, cover which covers postage uh, and all package and, and I sign it with 16 euro delivered.
0: Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> now the um, there isn't a website, so they need to they need to come to you via email or via okay. PayPal. Well, I have
1: I have my f- yes, but they can also get get me on the Facebook page, okay. uh, which is Ireland called
0: Excellent. So, so I, I guess most people, that would be their best route to get to you in this day at the moment, probably through Facebook, then Ireland Calling on Facebook.
1: That would be, yes. please yes, Go to the Facebook page.
0: Arthur, it's been fantastic meeting, yes. Yeah, it's been fantastic hearing your work, and I'm delighted we had the opportunity to chat, and I wish you every success, and hopefully we help you get the word out there.
1: Thank you very much, Aston, and, and uh, hello to everybody, to all of your listeners, and my heart is with you.